What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 151 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. I'm Scott Sturman, and I'm joined, as always, by my buddy Matt Deitch. Matt, what's going on? Just enjoying it. Hey, it's tomorrow, or Tuesday is officially the first day of winter. Is that right? That is right. So, as we're recording this, it's the last day of fall technically but it doesn't really feel like fall out there it feels more like winter it does feel like winter i don't know if you actually see what's on the top of my notes here but what is the significance of december 21 i did not see that and i thought for sure i would stump you with that oh no i always i'm always down with that one because isn't it the shortest day of the year it is the shortest day of the year uh december 21st you know what they call that matt uh, that's what the they call the winter, winter solstice? solstice. Yeah, all right. God, that's that's a little. We're kind of going mocking tune on everybody. Yeah, right there. yeah. We're sounding, we're sounding kind of smart. We kind of, kind of <laughs> smart. But then I think it stays like for five or six days, where the the length of the day actually kind of starts uh, or, or stays the exact same. And then the days slowly start getting longer. Like Good. you got to go five or six days before <laughs> right. before you uh, uh, start start putting any minutes on the day. But um, no, yeah, I, I mean, hey, we've gotten to this point. We've only had one major snow, so that's right. I mean, that's a plus for, definitely for us is. down here in Northwest Iowa. Um, you know, for all the people that won a white Christmas, there's still enough of it out there to make it some, somewhat feel like you know it's winter. So I wonder when. When is is it is it the spring solstice? Is that a thing or like what? What? Uh, no, like well, that that there's can't a summer be. one. Summer solstice. Like, I wonder what the first day of spring is. First um, day. Hold on. Isn't it like April twenty first? First day of spring, twenty twenty two is March twenty. I was way off. So we could, if, right. if we would have gotten out, which we didn't, we technically could have ice fished three seasons. That's right. Fall, winter, and and I suppose people in the Black Hills, people up north of Minnesota, they're always fishing through all three seasons, That's but not, not us poor people down here in the <laughs> south. Not this year anyways. Last year we were, but. Yeah. You know, I... How how many weeks ago was it that we were kind of talking about, eh, you know, the ice? And I said, week of Christmas. That's right. when it's going to be for us. And that's when it was. Yep. Uh, now I think it's official. We've we've got people down here by us, you know, in northwest Iowa, the tri-state area here, uh, actually getting out on some ice. Yep. Um, we had a big storm come through uh, last week. Yep, last, uh, what was that, Wednesday? Yeah, something something like that. We had a good sized storm come through and uh, um, kind of busted up all the lakes around here that did have any ice forming, which I think was a blessing. It was. Oh yeah, because yeah. we had all that snow after we started. Yep. Having that, so. Yep. So you know we had yeah we had thunderstorms and whatever all come through and and some high wind and. It, uh, it tore apart all the ice, which I think was a good thing. But uh, on some of these small ponds, we've had some, some cold nights here. And uh, uh, I think it's official that you can actually get out and, and do some ice fishing now. I'm yep. hoping to, you know, here in the next week or so. And, and uh, we'll report back, obviously, after that happens. But, um, you know, just to think spring here a second, Matt, 52 days till the Bassmaster elite series kicks off that's crazy to think 52 days yeah that is nuts 
So normally, uh, right here after the first of the year, which is going to be here next week, um, that's when you start getting that uh, Bassmaster Fantasy right. fishing deal. So uh, I've been trying, and it's been kind of being a pain in the butt. I keep getting like an error message or something like that. I sent an email to Bass, so I'm still waiting. Ooh, yeah, I'm still waiting <laughs> to hear back from them. Karen so, Deitch. Yep, that's right. I even reached out to Rich Lingren, and, been, and I was like, what's up with this? Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, I'll get it set here pretty soon. It's hackers. must be. MLF's got a couple of hackers. <laughs> That's right. I heard that they were starting to do that. Yep. You can't beat them with the angling. You beat them with a couple of hackers. That's right. Get in get in there and get after it so we can't do that. That's right. 101 days till the first uh, National Walleye Tour event. Um, I don't know. I think that – I don't even remember where the heck that one was. I feel like it was Michigan or something like that. It might be. But uh, did you see – I, I didn't realize this until I was looking this up here before this deal. The NWT is going to be back in Chamberlain again this it year? It is going to be this year. So, that's all, that's good. We got a lot of good tournaments. Uh, I we mean, a lot of big tournaments series, back in the area yeah, again. So Elite Series up on Wahi. So, that yeah, should be fun, pretty fun for yep. everybody. Not just the bass guys, not just the walleye guys, everybody. All involved. Sorry if you're a professional carp fisherman, but your tournament circuit's coming through next year. <laughs> next year, and we're going to host it here on the Rock River in Rock Rapids, Iowa. That's right. Um, NAIFC, we've we've officially got our first uh, uh, big yeah. ice fishing tournament in the books. Uh, and so this is actually the 2021 National Championship Um so they they hold you qualify for the national championship which you know this this tournament that was this past weekend was qualified for last winter right so so you know the 2021 national championship is what you qualified for last winter uh it originally was supposed to be scheduled for elbow lake or i believe so and that one had some sketchy ice, so they yeah, switched it to... they didn't find to, much on there, so I think they switched it to Island. Like Island. Up, up in that area, I mean, there's a lot of different lakes, so I yep. think that's what it ended up being. Yep. Uh, hosted out of Pinehurst Resort or something like that, but uh, um, we don't know a ton about it, but what we can tell you is that the team of Newby and Wilson came in with a two-day total of 21.11 pounds of crappy. Yeah, that's and, a pretty good bag. Yep, nothing wrong with that. And uh, so they are your 2021 uh, national champions. So I, I think I saw that there was a couple of uh, you know the, around that two pound range crappies caught in this tournament too. So yeah, that's we heard what that. I've heard so. we uh, we'll be we'll be right up front with you. We heard that there was uh, like a 2.29 crappie that was uh, possibly caught. Me and Matt kind of did some research on it and couldn't exactly uh, pin down. Uh, the big fish um, for that, so maybe there was. Yeah, that's. I think that's I, from kind of like what the results, what they showed, what I could decipher. It kind of looked like it. So. Yeah, yeah, could be. Hopefully, that's badass if they're and that, those are big fish. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, it's always fun to see those guys get on those crappies, but I'm starting to see a few more of them tournaments where they're starting to go to bluegill only. Really? Yeah. There's a few of them. I think the one on Okaboji this year is bluegill, is bluegill only, huh? only. So yeah, I I would say that that probably evens the playing field a little bit more. I was gonna say more. it makes those weights close, and I mean any any one of those, it's yeah. Well, 
And, you know, I, I feel like if you're going to, uh, you know, I know like the one on Okaboji, uh, when they've done crappies, you know, they, they section off Okaboji to just uh, Little Emerson Bay. Right. And I know that quite often the first person out that knows where the crappies are stacked is getting all the crappies and everyone else is standing on the outside looking at them like, right. Hoping hey man, that are you yeah. going to share? Yeah, send so, some this way. Yeah. So, I mean, I think when you go to bluegills, uh, you know, obviously bluegills are found all the way through the bay where crappies, you know, you're probably gonna, uh, you know, you got to pinpoint those. And I mean, it definitely takes, then it comes to all down to the draw. You talk to a lot of those guys that fish those tournaments. I mean, if you know where, the crappies are hanging out. It all comes down to the draw and being the first to that spot and then just sitting on that spot and camping all day. I mean, you get your fish and then you just kind of sit there and, I don't know, defensively fish, I guess you could say. Uh, you are you got yours. You're just making sure nobody gets yours. <laughs> so yeah, You got yours. You're making sure nobody gets theirs. So you're or yours, yeah. Running around the shack, making weird noises and stuff like that to chase people Somersaults. away. Somersaults. <laughs> if, if you were going to have a two-man team, the guy to have would be Ramsey. <laughs> because he, he'd scare everybody else <laughs> right. away well if it could be a double-edged sword because you don't know if you're gonna sit there it could work against you too because that first fish that comes through and you could be telling the whole lake that oh my god it's guys, a two-pound guys <laughs> guys get over here and look at my big perch that i just caught <laughs> guys guys oh man i wonder if they would ever like Go up to like northeastern South Dakota and have like a perch. A perch one that would be pretty one. cool. That'd be kinda that would be cool. Neat. You know, maybe go out on like a pond set or something like that. And yep. Chase those things around and see who come in with, you know, what the ten biggest perch would be for a day. That that'd be interesting. You, I mean, you'd really see who can seek and destroy. You know, right. on, on a big open basin like that to to find those roaming fish. Uh, that'd be that'd be pretty interesting to see. I mean, I, I guess I don't know if they consider. A perch, a panfish, but uh, you know, most of the time it's always crappies and bluegills. But I, I think it would be kind of fun to see that and see how some of those guys would attack that compared to you know a bluegill slash crappie format. If you're if you're gonna leave the crappies out and you're strictly going bluegill like you mentioned earlier, is that a luck deal? I don't think it's a luck deal. I think that I mean, I think it 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 definitely takes skill to catch those bigger bigger bluegills and i think some of them guys kind of have it dialed down to a to a art but you know there's always a little bit of luck involved when it comes down to fishing as far as and i suppose that's every tournament right as much as the fish move i mean to come through and get into a school of you know nine plus inches right and you know i mean on a bluegill tournament like that if you're the guy that happens to catch one that you know just over a pound or something like that you know i mean you yeah you know it it it, there there is there is some luck to that too i mean you got to be a good angler and you got to be able to get them to bite you you know and and we know from being over on okaboji there's a lot of guys that can catch the six inchers but can you catch the nine and ten exactly right and and we know how finicky they are i mean you're sitting there and you have one come screaming in and it's just like oh he's gonna eat it and he just sits there and looks at it and then also next thing you know here comes one of them six inchers flying in there right it's like 
I don't even think they're looking at your bait. I think they're looking up through the hole at you. <laughs> and they're kind of laughing like, <laughs> yeah, look at this guy. Honestly, yeah. yeah, how long can I get him to sit here and try to catch me? Yep. And then they'll give the old puff on the thing and yep. say, see, I'll flip you off and go. Nope. That, uh, I don't know. I'm re- I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go get back out there. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, there's just something special about that first time of the year being out onto the ice. And I don't know. It always, for me, you always get a little rusty. And right. to get that bite feel back down, I mean, it's it takes a little bit of time. Yep. Yep. But yep. I'm ready. I'm definitely ready for it to sit there and watch the Vexlar screen all day and, you know, hear the hum of the Vex- oh, yeah. Vexlar. That's- just the the sound of the holes being drilled and smell the heat and smell the propane burning. <laughs> that's, that's a good smell. Yeah. And you're, I know you're excited this year too, because you got your new toy to test out. So, you know, I'm excited, but like, I'm, I'm half like nervous too. Like, you know, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta have the smarts to pull it off. <laughs> You'll get it figured out. Yeah. You yeah. got you got your like deucer arm and all that stuff that I haven't I haven't assembled all of that right. yet, but I will. All right. You I know, will. I you know, we talk about this all the time about people being ready to go on the ice. Like if we were saying we're going tomorrow, is your oh, stuff ready? Dude, no, no. We <laughs> Not could mine either. We could flat out like actually have plans to go tomorrow. Right. And you want to know when I'm gonna get ready? After we get done recording. Probably tomorrow, tomorrow morning. morning. <laughs> probably tomorrow morning. I, I was like, oh, I better probably get the air gun out and blow my, the dust off some of my yeah, stuff. I, I'm probably getting ready tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I've I've always kind of been that way. Where other people they're they're ready to go, you know, back in September already, and it's, they're chomping at the bit. And yep. It's just like, well, yeah, I suppose I'll get this. And yeah, <laughs> you uh. It's a Christmas episode. It is a Christmas episode. It's always kind of hard for me to remember, uh, you know, that, that we're planning for the week ahead. And, right. And, you know. Christmas is this Saturday. It is. It's the Christmas episode. And uh, you got any you got any Christmas stuff on your Christmas list? Do you uh, do, do you, I mean, do you guys do gift exchanges? Oh, Not yeah. Really? We, yeah, a little, we, yeah. We do a little bit of that. I yep. don't know. I just. Regular old stuff. Just regular old stuff. If I get anything, uh, give Ber- me a Ber- Shields gift card. Berkeley, Berkeley pit bosses is what I asked for. Four Did inch you? and three inch yeah. green pumpkins. I'd just buy me a bunch of them. I, yep. <laughs> it's just like if that's the only thing I open it, I'm still yep. being happy. I'll go okay. through it. I'll go through it. No, I don't know. I was just the other day. I was kind of thinking a little bit about like things that aren't necessarily like the fishing equipment that you're thinking of, like. You know, like the rods, the reels, the tackle, things like that. Like, but some of the other things that you know, I have a boot dryer, but I just remember how great a boot dryer is. You don't think about it until it's just like we got done hunting that one day, and I crossed a couple creeks, and you know, got water in my boots, and it's like that night being able just to throw my boots onto the dryer. It's just like, oh, that's so nice. You get up in the morning. And you put the, on a warm pair of boots. Right, and they got the glove attachment, so you can put gloves on there, or your socks if your socks got wet and stuff like that. And it's just like, that's just something you never think of until like you need it, like going on an ice fishing trip. It's nice just to pack it in there because if you're staying somewhere overnight and your boots do get a little you know, wet or your socks or something like that, you can throw them on there, and it doesn't take it long to dry them out. Yep, you are 100% right because the other day, I was watching a YouTube video, and I don't know if that would have been a Sobe. It was. It was a Sobe video, um, and he was kind of showing around out in his garage, 
and he had a, a I think he had a lineup of uh, uh, boot dryers out there in his yeah. garage. And I'm like, you know what? I, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't own one. Oh, man, you need to get you one. I know I do. Oh. I know I do. But, you know, last year out at Hooked on Hardwater, I don't know if it's Lockwood or if it was uh, – uh, I don't know if it'd be Mockintune or I'd, I'm assuming it must have been Lockwood, but they had uh, you know some boot dryers out there and yep. yeah, like you say, you know, throw your gloves on it, you know, if you get your hat got snowed on, throw yep. your hat on it, you know what, it, and uh, that that is smart because I don't think they're that expensive, are no, they? You can pick them up for you know forty bucks, fifty bucks, even maybe even a little cheaper than that, but I mean. It's definitely something. Like, if you're looking for a last-minute gift idea for somebody, you know. Honestly, some, yeah. Sometimes people are kind of like, you think about it, you're just like, oh, a boot dryer. And I remember when I got mine, I was kind of like, well, okay, whatever. But that first time I got, you know, water in my boots and threw them on there, and the next day I came out there, and it's just like, oh, this You is can definitely amazing. get them for under 50 bucks. Yeah, like 30 bucks. I think yep. you can find them for like 29 I yep. mean. $44 seems to be a, a hot price for them, but. You are 100% right. And you know what? I am 100% probably going to buy myself one of these oh, yet tonight. You, so You need to get yourself a boot dryer if you don't have one. Oh, $49.99 on Amazon for the double. Throw four oh, yeah. pairs of boots on, or two pairs of boots on there. Four boots total. That's not a bad idea That's right there. That's not, uh-uh. Because yeah. it's, like I said, it's worth it. And another little thing, too, that... You know, I got it as part of our, like, I don't know, people call it white elephant gift or something like that. We played a game at my mom and dad's where they had a bunch of gifts wrapped up and you drew a number yep, and yep. you kind of kept passing around. Are they practical or funny? A little of both. Okay. A little of both. And I ended up actually getting, well, when Jig and Joe is involved, God knows what you're ever going to, what he thinks is funny is like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, this is, this is funny. And it's just like, dad, this is no, I mean, little bottles of Tabasco sauce. I don't get it. Okay. But he's the type of guy that will walk into Walmart and like, just like find the sale bins yeah, and, and just, just grab yep, them and be like, yep, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that, that's good. Oh yeah. So you know, maybe you'll get some Vienna sausages in there. <laughs> I don't know. But I actually got a four-inch Berkeley flay whoa, knife. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> one second you're talking sausage, and the other right. you're dropping measurements. I got a four, no, I, one of those smaller flay knives. I believe you do got a four-inch. So. <laughs> oh, man. All right, what were you saying? <laughs> I didn't even. You weren't even listening. I wasn't. I was trying to tune you out. You know those Berkeley wood handle flay knives? Yep, yep. That you or the Rapala ones, not yep. the Berkeley ones, the Rapala ones, and uh, awesome flay knives, and they got them in like six, seven inch ones. I got a four inch one, one of the smaller ones. Yep, I love that thing. I actually use it for cleaning pheasants mostly. Just you know, not not out. as big and clumsy. Yep, and you can kind of get in there and kind of get a little bit more intricate with it, or taking the rib bones off of a you know panfish like a sunfish fillet or yep. stuff like that without wasting a lot of meat so i've got a i've got a a deer gut knife that uh came in like a little sheath and then it's also got a smaller knife and yep. i mean that blade might only be you know two and a half three inches long but the other day when we were cutting up our mule deers that that was a pretty nice one you know to yep. like you say get in and and not have a a big long clumsy knife well that's even sometimes when you're gutting out a deer sometimes it's like yep. you're just like well don't get in there too deep and you, you got a freaking jackknife 2000 <laughs> it's yep. just like you're trying to it's like some of these guys got the big bowie knife on their yep. hip i know like exactly you really, what you're talking about. you really don't need a big knife but uh no i, I just a couple of things like that that yep. people don't 
necessarily ever think about, but yep. I don't know. That boot dryer is a lifesaver. Yep, I'm going to get one. I'm probably going to order one tonight. And sometimes it's just nice just to put it on there so in the morning when you do put your boots on, they're nice and toasty. Yeah. Hell, I just do that on a regular day <laughs> That's for what work. I mean. You know, That's just, what I mean. Yeah. It's like you don't even need to Perfect. dry them out. Just warm them up a little bit. Yep. Uh, Matt, you know, a second ago we were talking about this boot dryer deal and we were talking about uh, Sam Sobey's, uh, you know, video that I that I saw the boot dryers on. And uh, something that kind of occurred to me uh, over this last weekend as I was kind of watching some YouTube videos is I want to know what what is your ideal uh, YouTube video length. I mean, I, I think you and I both watch a lot of YouTube, uh, right. fishing YouTube videos, and I think a lot of other people do too, but, uh, I kind of find myself the, the last, the last couple weeks, all I've really wanted to watch is, is Sandhills mule deer videos. Yeah. Like honestly, like, right. Well, yeah, just yeah. over and over yeah. and over and over. So there, I mean, there's a lot of content out there for Sandhills mule deer videos, but the problem is they're anywhere from four minutes to 45 minutes. Oh yeah. I'm not going to watch four minute video. Like I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think that you can get a whole lot across in four minutes. So I'm probably going to skip over that. And a lot of them aren't a, a well put together video, like no offense to these people, but I mean, we're not a well put together podcast, but uh, you know, I mean, it, it's more like homemade with your cell phone, you know, and yeah. uploaded it to, but like, I mean, you start to get into the good quality videos at, at, I would say 10 minutes, uh, you start get, you know, and, and then, like I said, that, that goes all the way up to 45. I mean, when you're talking a half hour, like you're, you're talking like a actual TV show, you know, right. Uh, uh, well, even production, there, even there, most TV shows actually are only 20 minutes long, right? You, like, 30 minute TV show with commercials, commercials and stuff like yep. that. So I don't know. I guess if you're asking like what my ideal length, like what I think a YouTube video should be is, you know, I think right around that 15 to 20 minutes. You'll go up to 20. I that's on the high end. You know, I, I might start, I might start skipping through a few things if it's up there closer to 20. I want something, you know, I enjoy it. Like I'll watch a video here and there. If I have like time in between things, like if I'm, at school or something like that during my prep period yep. or something like that. Um, like informational things, like if it's something like teaching you like how to say like during the summertime, how to drop shot or something right, like right. that. Five minutes. Yeah. I was going to say those can be the four to five minute ones yep. that, you know, it just has to be a quick tip. This is how you do it. You know, showing you how to tie a knot and stuff like that. I mean, I know what you're saying. Sometimes you, you know, you jump on YouTube and you're like, okay, how to tie an FG knot. And all of a sudden you start looking and all of a sudden it's like 20 minutes and it's just like, oh crap, I ain't going to spend 20 minutes to tie a knot. I don't even, nope. Right. <laughs> I'm not running that. No. So, I mean, it's just like, I think things like that, entertainment wise, you, you know, if the video is entertaining as long as, and also, also informational, you know, that's when I'll, I'll keep doing the 20 minutes. But sometimes like, I'm not going to lie when it gets up over 20 minutes, there's a lot of stuff I'm skipping through. Right. Like if you have an yep. intro going through and it's always the same intro. I'm not you know, even going to skip. I'm just right. not, I'm just right. That's what I'm I mean. not even going to watch it. Oh, the whole thing. New. You're just right. done. Done. You're not going to take. All right. I get it. No, I get it. You know, and if I'm there's 12 and a, 12 and a half minutes. That's where that's it should be. You, yep. Yeah. All videos. Yeah. Period. I think, yeah, sometimes it just gets saturated. I mean, I get it that they want to put in there, but I, sometimes, you know, if you're, if your video is the same, like 
your video kind of format is the same every time you do a video. It's just like change it up because yeah. it's like I don't want to. It's like I'm seeing the same thing. You're just doing something different, like or you're catching a different fish or you're hunting a different place. You're but saying just, the same thing, doing the same thing. Right. Just on a different lake. Right. It's yeah. just like, okay, change it up a little bit. I mean, and see, I, I do feel bad. For I think the, that I mean, Sobe does a great job. As far as Sobe goes, I think he see, he does a good job of like changing it up. It's just like, you know, he's always kind of somewhere different. He's always kind of doing different things. It's not always, you know, you're not always going to get the same video with him. Right. Right. I, I don't know. For me personally, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I mean, I, I love Sobe. I watch a lot of Jay Siemens. Jay kind of does a little bit of a longer video, um, and and he's on the high end. And, and I'll be honest, sometimes I just kind of lose, you know. I'll, I'll start right. watching, and next thing you know, you know, I'm I'm eight minutes in, and I'm looking at my cell phone, and it's like, oh, son of a gun, like you know. But it took too long to get to the action or something like I. Yep. No, I know what you mean by that. It's like sometimes there's too much. I know that they want the B-roll and all that stuff, but sometimes there's too much of that. Just get to the meat and the potatoes. Right. Yeah, I I mean, I mean, I I think that's what it is. But you know, the same can be said when I'm scrolling through Facebook, uh, you know, on my lunch break or or right after work. If if I all of a sudden come up on a video, and it's longer than two minutes, I'm not going to watch it. Right. Yeah. You know, if there's a seven minute video on Facebook and I'm scrolling through on my phone, I'm not sitting there for seven minutes to watch that video. Like I'm not. Right. And then a lot of times you're like, oh, I'll just watch that later. Guess no, what? you don't. Nope. No, you don't. <laughs> you end up losing it. In- it's got to be less than right. two minutes for me. And I'll be honest here, here too. Like YouTube is getting freaking ridiculous with ads. Yeah, it is. It's bad, starting like- to watch videos that are having three ads before the video. Yep. Piss on you guys. Like, yep. come on. Like, I, I mean, I get it. Hey, you got to make money. Everyone's got to make money. Everyone's got to make money. I get it. But three, three ads before, I mean, I got to watch a minute of ads to go and watch my, <laughs> my 10 minute video. Right. Now I was talking to Jeremy K about this and Jeremy K says he'll, he'll watch, you know, if he's watching a seven minute video, he's fine. If the ads are before, but if he's three and a half minutes in and they start an ad, he's done. Yeah. Piss on it. And he's gone. It is. There's nothing worse than that. And all of a sudden you're just like, and then is that not the longest five seconds in, in the world? Oh, <laughs> like, how many times? How if many times? Bull riders you... think eight seconds is long. Right. Try, try Dude, freaking, YouTube watcher. Yeah, try freaking <laughs> listening to a Chevy commercial. Freaking when I'm trying, trying to figure to hit out that or, button, yeah. the skip button. It's like, come on, you're skip waiting. Ads, skip ads, yeah, skip ads. You're waiting for it to turn white, and then so and then you accidentally like, click on it, and then it brings you to the ads website, and, and then like, you're pi- then like, you're really yeah. mad, and yeah. No, I get it. No, I want. I want my content. I want it now. I don't want it too long. I mean, can you? So there's there's YouTube Premium or something like that, isn't there? I believe. Is that, oh yeah, is that ad so. free? Uh, it might be. I'm sure it is. If God, you pay that, that's what they're doing. That's exactly they're, what they're, they're herding doing. us like a bunch of cattle. They're going right now. It's three. It's three ads, and then pretty soon it's going to be four ads. Yep. And they're going to keep dangling that YouTube Premium in front of us. You know, ten dollars a month. Ten dollars a wear month. You, down. you won't have to. They're gonna. They're gonna wear you down. Next yep. thing you know, you got to beat YouTube, us into submission. You got a YouTube brand on your rear end. They held you down and branded you. Freaking Yellowstone style, huh? <laughs> Are you a Yellowstone watcher? Nah, I've never watched. I haven't. I, well, I I did. 
I did. I watched two of them on an airplane on, uh, I, I took a trip down to Tampa, I don't know, this last spring and I couldn't believe it. Like that Beth Dutton or whatever. I mean, she, she goes full nude in there. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, so you're thinking it. about it now, right? <laughs> yeah. No, like she goes full nude in there and they show this on an airplane. On an airplane. On an airplane, like I'm sitting here watching the seat back in front of me. Watch out. And Snakes I'm, on an airplane all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> freaking anacondas. And <laughs> Sir, freaking, we're going to have to ask you to put your tray in I mean, upright position. How, how it already would, is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how awkward would that be, though, if like I've got some lady next to me or, or yeah. some little kid or whatever, and I'm just sitting here trying to watch some cowboy stuff, and all of a sudden it's like, oh. I think if it was some lady, it wouldn't be as awkward as if it was some kid. <laughs> yeah, well, either way, I'm mean, right. like, whoa, hey, man, sorry. Uh, whoops. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was that was different. I didn't expect that. But, uh, I, I mean, I'll, I'll say I freaking thought it was awesome, the first two episodes of the first season that I watched. But, uh, I get a I, kick again, out. I get a kick out of, like, how, like, I don't know what's the word I'm looking like how people humanize these characters like instantly like you see people sharing these quotes from these people on the yeah. show like this person we need to do like what they say it's like you realize that this is not like an actual real yeah. person that said that like some Let writer wrote Beth this Dutton on the view yeah it's just like uh <laughs> go you know. Taking them yeah, to the, me what, and the Rip train are going to take you to the train station if you don't share your live people, scope with us. Yeah, more people. Need, that's what we need to do is start like doing like that as far as fishing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> share your GPS coordinates with us, or we're sending Rip over to take you to the train station. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I, I yeah, I haven't seen it yet. But no, no. back to the whole YouTube. No, I, 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 just, I don't. I, just, I don't really got a whole lot to say about it. I mean, there's just. I, think I don't know, that, like I think even even my favorite dudes, my favorite YouTubers that, that I watch, I mean, I, I can love, I'll, I'll watch 25 12-minute videos in a row of them, and then all of a sudden they'll come out with a 32-minute one, and it's like, nah. Right. And like, and I mean, they could find out saying bass fishing, Lake Okaboji, using freaking all the secrets that you bosses. need to yeah, know. Or, I mean, anything, but. Right. So just like, nah. No, not watching. Not taking that much time. Because it is quite a bit of time to commit to it. I don't know. I guess that's... I'm sure if we all of a sudden bumped up our episodes to two to three hours, people would be like, mm, we're not listening to them D-bags for right. two I to mean, three I, hours. I, I, I think that's a real issue for some people. So. <laughs> right. I think that they'd be like, dirt bags out. Yeah. <laughs> we're dirt out of here. Dirt bags out. <laughs> we ain't listening that long with these two ramble on about nothing. All right, here's one for you, Matt. YouTube videos. Uh, Uncut Angling, Aaron Weeb. Oh, my. Uh, I think it was two videos ago. I believe so. Uh, Aaron forgot his ice auger. Right. And he I'll give him just... credit. He tried to use a screwdriver to uh, chop holes in the ice, and it just wasn't going to cut it. Right, right. And so then he went to the next best thing, because if you don't have an auger, at least you had a shotgun. Gun. And so he blew holes in the ice, multiple uh, shots. Right. Uh, standing on a bucket. Standing on a bucket. Um, you know what I didn't like about the whole deal? There was a dog I, involved. I sent you guys that video. It's just like, first of all, it's just stupid shooting ice. I mean... 
yeah, it's just dumb. I that was dumb. That was just totally stupid. But then in the one part of the video, his dog is running around by him, and he's just freaking blasting off. Yeah, his sister is trying to hold the dog back and stuff like that. But there was a couple times that that dog was getting pretty close, and you don't know where that spray is gonna, you know, of that pattern is gonna go. Sometimes, especially bouncing off ice. I mean, not all of them are gonna go busting through there. Right. I mean, I don't know if 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 ricochet is a real thing like with ice. I don't Right. I, I don't, don't know, know either, but I'm not taking a chance in having your sister and and your dog. And then, you know, in the one part in the video, I think I screenshotted it or I recorded it and sent it to a bunch of you guys. He's you know, loading a shell into the chamber and the freaking gun is pointed at the dog. Okay? The freaking gun is pointed at the damn dog. And it's just like, at least have a little bit common sense if you're going to do it and not make sure that there's nothing wrong. That's just what I mean. He wasn't trying to meet, he wasn't trying to do it, but the dog's running around and the dog just got in there. And yeah, his finger wasn't on the trigger or anything like that, but you know, you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I just, I thought it was very irresponsible and freaking stupid. That's what I feel. And I'm just not so sure that that's really the thing to broadcast to the world uh uh-uh. that's like, just something like you know what you could maybe if he had to do it to do it don't record it all because you know what you're gonna have now oh you're there's gonna, gonna have, be people out there there's shooting, gonna be all yep. kinds of freaking dudes out there like a monkey see monkey do let's do this because you know he does have a big fan base and a lot of followers dudes i mean but the the reason he does is for like Dude doesn't give a rip right. about nothing. Like, I mean, he is he is as far. I mean, he's as wild as they come. Right. And and I mean, I love him for it. But this one was like, mm, that one was over I want to pump the brakes, yeah. not pump the shotgun, pump the brakes. Right. That and, one was kind of a little. I don't know, and I guess I don't know. I'd be worried about like when you shoot that shotgun blast. Did you see how all that ice kind of spider webbed? It's just like, imagine you're sitting there and all of a sudden it's like, boof, and all of a sudden it's like, boom, down right, you go yeah. with well, you're, it. You're I not, mean, You're not dealing with February ice right. here. It's just like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I just, I didn't like it. I just did not like it. I mean, I get it, but. But you know what? You want to know how many people. Oh, I'm sure. When, and I mean, what, what we're right. doing right now. We're talking, no, we're about, talking it. about it. And we watched it. Yep. So. Yeah. I know. I mean, that's the name of the game, I guess. And and uh, I, I mean, just don't want all kinds of now. You get all these other YouTubers out there running around shooting at the ice with a shotgun or doing stupid crap like that. Because I mean, here, yeah, he's up in probably the middle of nowhere, Canada, doing it. There's not a lot of people around, but I don't know. I don't want anybody out on Lake Okaboji blasting, <laughs> blasting away right there and amongst the houses. I hope. I, I wonder if it. somebody went out there and checked him for steel shot. <laughs> he said it. He no. He said that he has Did steel he? shot. Yeah, he made sure to make sure the when he was loading up said you know it's steel shot so it's non toxic and all that. So I don't know. Yeah, I just like I said, dudes as wild as they come. And, and well, uh, if you're rocking a seven stripe beard for a seven stripe perch, I yeah, you are a that's little funny because my wife actually was like, "What you know? What what has he got going on?" I'm like, "That's that's that's just him. Yeah. That's just what he's it's, that's that's <laughs> what he's got going with the beard." Yeah, I just I don't know, but even like some of them videos, they get long. I mean, I don't I, I don't need to sit there and watch you sleeping. 
and then being like, oh, 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 I'm marking a fish. Like, oh, you're marking a fish. Oh, it's like, all right, that's yeah. cool. It, I, you know, but I don't know. I, they, I, I some of his. I mean, I love. 39 hours that him, oh my god it was amazing. i wish that they would do that again i thought 39 i mean that's I think probably it's a covid deal like i think right. that you know a they uh, I, I don't know i, I mean know. you and we that was the only youtube series that we'd all get together and like watch the new episode of religiously i mean we would all go to like, tanner's garage and we right. would watch it but i mean i wish that something like that would come on because yeah. it was just a lot of fun because it wasn't it was what we all love is just you fishing. just wanted to watch Perrick. Yeah, don't even with Perrick. So <laughs> he's been up there with Jay Siemens. I think Perrick is really cooled as Jets. I'm, uh, the, I, I don't know. I don't know. Say, I, dude, I don't know. Dude might have been a gomer, but <laughs> son of a bitch, he was a hustler too. Like he, oh, freaking, yeah, he's a good going. I, yeah. I'll always give those guys all credit for. I mean, they were innovators. I mean, they're they, the reason they why we're watching fishing. Like right. they were the dude. They were the originals, and and I mean they they took chances. They they might have screwed a couple people over in the process. I don't know. Whatever. That's that's you know whatever. But uh, um, there's just some people that they're hustlers, like, man. I mean, you got to give them credit for what they do. But no matter how much you try to like somebody, you just you like you cringe at their videos. You just can't watch them. You just yeah. kind of like yeah. And then there's other people that it's just like some people are like well these guys are kind of lame. This is kind of dumb. It's like no, this is awesome. You know, it's yep. just how everybody's own point of view goes. So. Yeah, and everybody's everybody's different. Everyone, no, uh, every, that's a great. Everyone thing about likes YouTube. something different. Yep. You can think I, about anything you want on. I'll there. be honest. Like I used to watch, fishing more Murray, Mav and Sobe, and I didn't like Sobe that much. And now it's kind of changed. Like, I mean, Sobe is the one that, that I do watch. Oh, well, I'll watch some Murray. Mav don't do, don't do a ton anymore, but, uh, uh, well, it doesn't do a ton of fishing anymore, but, um, you know, and, and I'll, I'll watch some Mindak sometimes and, uh, you know, a, but, a lot, a but, lot of Jay Siemens. But, but again, it's like, if it's a long video, like, like you said, I watch a little bit of it. Like I watch like here and there. But then it's like, no, I'm not gonna watch if it the whole thing. I don't watch. I'm not like a whole video watcher on. Some well, you of those. start watching four minutes and you get on your phone because they haven't got to the meat and potatoes yet. Right. Like you said. Yeah, I know. Give me the meat and potatoes. I don't know. I think that the, uh, some of them can leave out the. I don't know the the. I guess we talk about food, but you know some of them. Oh. Some of them going on their like drive-in runs and stuff like that. I guess. I mean. Yeah, but I I mean that's the difference that's between of a, a vlogger. And right. somebody who's making right. a video and, and no, like, I get it. I mean, these people feel like they know, you know, they've, they've, you know, that you're going to get a number five when you go to Taco Bell or Taco John's or something right. Like, like that. there's yeah. people that feel like they're buddies with Mav. They've never met him in their life, but like, I've watched every single one of his videos and you know, I, I know Mav. Right. I, yeah. You kind of do, I guess, but uh, whatever. But, uh, you know, I, I think you, you got something else to add here or are we, no, we move into just, the next segment. We're moving. Let's okay, move, move it on. Um, you know, right now we're basically uh, forty minutes in, and uh, you know we kind of dipped on it earlier uh, about um, about the recent thunderstorms that uh, came through. But um, uh, it, it's kind of been all over the news. I think a lot of people have seen it here. But uh, um, tornado actually hit in Rudd, Iowa. Uh, this last weekend, and I don't know if uh, you know what. Uh, there's there's only one famous person to ever come out of Rudd, Iowa. Oh, two. 
Bruce Eckenrod yep. and Tyler Hicks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but our buddy Two Picks Hicks, who we actually had on, I don't know, 10, 15 episodes ago. Well, we gave uh, him the old we, prank phone call. We prank phone called him. Matt Matt talked to him about buying a trolling motor, wasn't it? Yep. But, uh, <laughs> about his shaft length. And uh, you know, like we, we, we've talked to two picks, or we've talked about two picks Hicks uh, a bunch of times, but uh, two picks Hicks was on the news, has been on the news a lot this week. He actually told me that he did a radio show like yesterday after work, and he's got a news crew coming down tomorrow and, and whatever. But, uh, um, Tupix Hicks, volunteer firefighter in the big metropolis of Rudd, Iowa. Uh, last week, uh, when that thunderstorm came through, Tupix uh, got the call to go down there and sound the the, uh, the tornado alarm. And so he did. And a tornado came through. Exactly right. And he couldn't make, the, that tornado could not make Tupix Hicks leave. So uh, he kept holding, and uh, pretty soon the, the, the tornado alarm deal that he was holding got the whole entire pole that it was on just got ripped clean went away and uh you know that was obviously going to be my good news story this week it was going to be matt's good news story this week and you know what we were like we we can sit here and tell you a good news story but why don't we let the man the myth the legend mr two picks hicks himself tell the story that makes the most sense to us so with that being said we're gonna we're gonna give old two picks a call and uh, we're gonna chat with him about it. What's going on? Oh, not much. What's happening? About the same, about the same. Sold the trolling motor. Oh, dang. <laughs> well, all right. Well, it was nice talking yeah. to you. So, yeah, you right. got anything else for sale? <laughs> you want to buy a snapping turtle? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we're at, we're actually recording already. Yeah, yeah, so don't don't drop on. any swear words <laughs> yeah. or don't do anything crazy. Like going that. into no gangster raps or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Can't can't get too intense. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> So, uh, uh, leading up to this, before we gave you a call there, Hicks, uh, we obviously talked about how uh, the the town that you live in, Rudd, Iowa, um, was was hit by a tornado. Was that last Wednesday now? Is that Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday night, yeah. Okay. And uh, I'm sure that you're probably half used to telling this story because you probably had to tell it no less than 100 times in the last uh, uh, five, six days. But uh, we just thought, you know what, this is – this is too good to be true. You've already been on the show once, and uh, um, the guy that's basically famous all over the state of Iowa right now, is, I mean, who who's the craziest? I mean, obviously, we're the biggest name people that have tried to contact right, you, yeah. but uh, I mean, right. has, has there been any, like, I mean, has there been anything that it's like, holy moly, like, really? Or not yet? Uh, about the only one I could think of that's about the craziest besides, you know, like your, I had a, the local tv station they hit me up and then a couple guys you guys were the first podcast there's one more that wants to do it uh tomorrow um other than that it's just that uh one lady that you'd saw you met you shared the uh oh yeah um, story that lady that said she had ice shack that she wanted me to fish out of i think it was hannah yeah hannah hannah hudson yeah yeah yep i 
I had I kind of messaged her a little bit there, but she she seemed like she was kind of busy, so I hadn't gotten back to her quite yet. But yep. That's that's about the craziest it's been. <laughs> oh heck yeah! But uh, so so let's let's kind of start this off. I mean, I I feel like the story should be told. You know, I guess uh, I mean a it's not very often that uh, uh, I I think my brother told me that the last time the National Weather Service in Sioux Falls had issued a tornado watch in the in the month of December was 1986. Wow! So uh, you Oof. know, if that's the last time that there was actually a tornado watch, I'd hate to know when there was the last time that there was an actual tornado warning. And maybe it was 86, but uh, uh, you know, not very often that we're no. dealing with tornadoes. Uh, um, you know, this time of the year, but uh, on Wednesday it did happen in in Rudd, Iowa, and I think that there was some down south of Sioux City and and whatever. But uh, let's let's just kind of set the stage here, Tyler. Uh, uh, when I guess I mean we all knew that the that the weather was going to get a little hairy there uh, on Wednesday afternoon. But uh, were you sitting at home and and a page came through that hey you know keep an eye out or, or how did that work? What happened was um, I was kind of sitting at home, just finished you know eating some supper and stuff, and I'd looked out the window and saw it was the wind was kind of starting to pick up and. Uh, we actually never got paged out for storm watch. Okay. It was okay. just a couple of us boys, uh, across our uh, cell phones. You know, we got the notification storm, uh, storm warning. And I told Amber and the kids, I said, uh, we better, I better head down to the station in case we get called out or if it gets real intense and said, you know, I'll be back. We'll talk to you later. And, uh, headed down. And by the time I got down to the station, it had, started raining pretty hard and the wind was starting to pick up and i talked with uh um another guy in the department named cody and uh he'd been on the department a little more longer than me and he told me uh asked me if i knew where to go for storm watch and i'd only been out on a couple of them and he knew the spots a lot more than i do because i just moved to rudd in october of 2020 so i haven't gotten all the spots down to memory yet but I knew where the pole was in the siren. He says, you head on down to the siren and we'll start sounding her here. Cause it, I think it's going to get real bad. Okay. So I got down there, had all my bunker gear on and I took one of our fire trucks. If, if you've seen in the video and, uh, so you, I mean, it, it was, it was tornado warning, like already at that point in time, it, it wasn't like you guys were cruising around seeing something and it's like eh, it's getting a little <laughs> western over here it was like it was, nope the time is now it was it was getting a little intense like when i left the house and stuff i could see that you know there was thunder and lightning and stuff crashing off in the distance and i was like this is this is getting a little intense we'll see what's going on and i headed down to the uh pole and uh it was an older it's an older model well it was <laughs> right yeah <laughs> well now you just older... gave up the whole story hicks come on uh, <laughs> all right um yeah it's it was an older model that uh i think somebody actually found the date on it somewhere and they thought it was from like 1948 wowzers that's nuts. It, it was it, it was an old one man. that's that's uh, the year before matt was born that's right. right. <laughs> I was getting up around Merwin's time. Right? Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. that old. <laughs> but anyway, um, 
you know, the guys were going through and we'd, we'd had a, our city guy, he was doing a good job of testing it and stuff like that. So we knew it worked. And, uh, I went and, uh, hit the button for, uh, um, the siren to sound it. And, Oh, that button doesn't work. Well, it had other functions. Like there was like a air raid one for, you know, if, uh, the Soviets decided to get, <laughs> right. but you never know. Right. I mean, you can't rule right. anything right. out. I, I was like, well, you know, maybe this one will work. And I mean, it'll sound and nope, none of them worked except for, uh, the test button. So I was like, well, you know, somebody has got to do it. So I just stood there and held the button and, uh, it what it wasn't too bad if it wouldn't have been for the wind, you know, <laughs> no, that's usually, so, usually how tornadoes work. It's usually not right. too bad if it's right. not for the wind. So, so normally you could have hit, hit the button, the, hit the tornado button and then took yeah. it off. Yeah. Yep. I could have uh, a lot, so a lot of the newer models, you know, for probably, you know, the 1955 models had this feature where you couldn't, you didn't have to stand outside and hold the button. You could just push a button and it would stay on until, you push the cancel button but okay, anyway okay or and some of them i actually looked at them when i was uh, playing around i was like do they they still don't have that and, you know no then some of the newer ones have uh remotes where you can just you know trigger them right from the station yeah okay but anyway anyway i was out there energizing the siren and stuff and you know it was raining pretty good and but it wasn't really like too intense while well, i had a couple come by in a pickup i don't even know who they are i'd never seen them before they were like well we're not sure where to go because uh the the um library is all locked up and stuff we aren't we can't get in there i said you just head down to the fire station this door should be open you guys can go inside there and hang out there there'll be power lights on and stuff you guys can hang out <laughs> bush there. light hey, you know the lights not bush light oh, no. <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> no um no i said you know the lights will be on there you guys head on in there and you better you better just stay in there and stay safe okay they left and headed down there and by then it was starting to rain and starting to blow pretty good and uh I was like, well, maybe this is about as bad as it's going to get. So I took out my phone and I started kind of recording a Snapchat because, you know, wow, this is cool. You know, middle of December, it's starting to rain sideways all while I'm still holding down this button. Well, then the wind really starts picking up. And I was like, oh, son, boy, here, <laughs> right. here, here, here she comes. And uh, I'm holding that button the best I could. And it's raining so hard. I couldn't see out of my glasses. You know, they were getting all wet, you know basically like you're driving through a rainstorm without the wipers on, you know, you just can't see anything. Oh. And, uh, I start feeling the telephone pole rocking and stuff all while I'm holding this, taking a pic, taking a video of it. And, uh, um, I'm starting to hear like wood cracking and, uh, tin peeling off a roof. So, I mean, I never, people say you hear like a freight train sound when you hear a tornado. Right. I didn't hear any of that but uh i'm still holding the button and then next thing you know if you listen to the video you can hear the siren kind of power down yep and i'm feeling my hand i was like there's not a button there anymore and <laughs> it just went well, it, it just it was just gone and i was like all right well i think this is a good time to go take some cover in the truck and i go and uh <laughs> head over to the uh fire truck and I could barely get the door open. The rain, the wind was blowing so hard. 
and I finally got it open enough. I kind of started squeezing in there. I got about halfway in because you have to, you know, step up on the fuel tank to get in. Mm -hmm. I got about halfway in and then all of a sudden about the strongest wind I've ever felt in my life pushed and it pinned me like halfway in and halfway out of the truck and I couldn't open the door and I'm hearing wood cracking and I was like, oh man, this, this is it. And just kind of just held on and was just along for the ride at that point. And then all of a sudden the wind kind of, it didn't stop, but it like really died down real quiet, like where it was starting to rain vertically again. And I was like, all right, we're back in, get inside the truck, quick slam the door shut. And whew, that was a ride. And then the wind picks up again. So I think that I honestly went through the tornado. I mean, not trying to sound, you know, like I'm, you know, the next Don Cox here, you know, <laughs> biggest cowboy. But... I mean, hey, everyone, no. everyone's <laughs> got to have a 2.0. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, this is no dispatching deer with a pocket knife, but with chaps. No, this yeah. isn't any of that, but I mean, I think it's kind of close. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's the next best thing. Right. As close as I'm going to get. And, yeah. uh, I think I went through the eye right there and cause then, you know, the wind picked up and it started rocking and stuff like that. And. On a scale of one to ten, on a scale of one to ten, how scared were you? And and I mean, like, I mean, honestly, I, I like I I'd be out of twelve. So I right. mean, I if if you're at ten, whatever. I, if it, it's 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 the scale is one to ten, so I'm gonna say a ten. You know, there were yeah. there were some moments that I really thought that you know when I heard that wood start breaking for that uh, um, pole, and I could hear the tin start being ripped off. I was like. This, this might be it, but no, I mean, somebody was watching over me, you know, all that, or whether it was just luck, but you know. So I'm, I, obviously, I mean, you're able to stand, were you kind of behind a little bit of, of some sort of a shelter that, 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 that pole is standing up and you were still able to stand or, or was it probably just that the pole is so tall, the top of it was catching some major wind and, and that's kind of. I think the top of it was catching the major wind. And plus, if I, I looked at uh, where the uh, path of damage went through town and the track of the tornado that they predicted, and I matched it up, and it's within feet of where I was standing. Wow. I mean, were you about to get swept off your feet? Or, I mean, were you? It didn't, it didn't feel like it to me. No. It didn't feel like I was going to get picked up or anything like that, but it was, I was having a hard time, you know, trying to stand straight up. Like I, it's not like there was a wall between me and where the wind was coming. No, right, I was right, basically yeah. like standing out there next to a telephone pole and out in the open. Yeah. And I mean, I was, I had my legs spread, you know, braced pretty hard to keep stood up, but you know, I was, that was my job. I signed up to be a volunteer firefighter. I mean, it's my job to sound that alarm. I was just doing my job, you know, yeah. just didn't want anybody to get hurt. And well, now, through her. now you, you mentioned that couple that drove by that tried to get into the library. It's, it's a good thing. The library was locked, right? It was a very good thing. The library was locked because after the tornado had passed and 
uh, me and the other firefighters, we were starting to go around and uh, check for injuries, make sure people were okay, and start doing a damage assessment. And we uh, took a look at the library, which was right next to where I was at with the pole, and uh, the roof was gone off of the library. But all the books were still sitting there. I, I saw that. Like, nuts. isn't that crazy? You that's know, I nuts. mean, obviously, so this pole <laughs> gets ripped off, and you're still standing there. The roof, the roof gets ripped off the library, and the books are still on the shelf there. Yeah. Like, yeah. how the hell? You know, like, right. how do you explain that? Crazy. I you, mean, you want to talk? You want to talk about crazy? Is there's uh, tin peeled off all the side of our co-op elevator in town. The there's a little, you know, kind of small time oil change, you know, tire shop here in town, and the back wall of their shop was all cinder blocks, and it's it looks like it got hit with a bomb. Really? It was blown apart. Uh, the elevator, they had their, they had like a regular cab, you know, nothing fancy, like probably like a 2007 or eight, you know, three quarter ton Chevy pickup, nothing too fancy. And that thing got tossed around like a rag doll. That's nuts. That's so not, I don't not know. I, that's I, say. I think I must have just had somebody looking over my shoulder or. You know, somebody was looking out for me that day. They knew that they knew that, they knew that were, there was more fish to catch for right. old two picks. Because they knew but, you were looking. You right. were. I mean, I, ice fishing season's coming up, man. I right. gotta, I gotta get out this season. Yeah, <laughs> go from one, go from a tornado to ice fishing in a matter of two weeks or a week. So yeah, I, it's right. just. I mean, you say you know somebody was looking out after you. Well, you were looking out after the residents of Red. Right. So that's right. I don't know, you guys. You I. You're you being a volunteer fireman, Scott being one. You know, my dad growing up, he and he still is, or he still kind of helps is in charge of that. He's uh, the civil defense mm-hmm. director in Ellsworth. You know, so there's many a times whenever there was a storm a brewing, he he was going out. He was the guy down at the fire station hitting that button and stuff like that. So I mean, mm-hmm. I appreciate the hell out of what you guys do when. When that mm-hmm. stuff is going on, I mean, it's it's what it's being in a small town is all about. You That's need those, right. You need those people that are out there looking after everybody. Right, and I and actually, my brother and my sister are both. Uh, they're also volunteer firefighters on the Calwell Fire Department, where I originally grew up from. So nice. And that's close. They did they have any damage over there? Or? No, no. Nope. And I and my house, I actually. The only damage I got is I've got an extra piece of tin sitting in my yard that I didn't have before. And that's steel that prices. Anyway. That's not bad. <laughs> I, I don't know if any, if you're friends with me on Facebook and you've seen my Christmas decorations, I've got one of those like scarecrow dummies hanging off of my roof. <laughs> and it looks like a guy, you know, the ladder fell out from underneath him while he was hanging Christmas lights. And that, that boy rode through the rode through the tornado, and he was still up there when I. <laughs> after that, I was really impressed with that. <laughs> you know that he never ripped off of the roof. That's like, awesome. What about tanks? Tanks suffer any uh, any damage? Or are you still going to send me food pics from there? Tanks is pretty tough right now. There's uh oh geez, they're missing some parts of their roof. I haven't seen too many pictures, but and I haven't talked with the girl that runs the bar but i do know that uh serve pro was there that night when we were kind of going around doing our damage assessment this was at like 11 o'clock when we were kind of starting to get wrapped up 11 o'clock at night and uh serve pro was there they're bringing in generators and stuff like that to 
try and save some of the food that was there and that yep. kind of stuff. So. Did you, how long were you guys without power? I lost power that Wednesday night, and I got power back on Saturday at, I would say, somewhere between 1 and 2 o'clock. Oh, wow. Now, I mean, obviously, I mean, buildings without roofs, they can't be patched up and whatnot, but, I mean, is is life in Rudd, I mean, pretty getting, well back getting, to, I mean. It's getting back to normal. I mean, there's still some, you know, we've got just about the most, uh, a lot of the mess cleaned up. I mean, there yep. was, I, I, people call me a hero and I say that I'm no hero. I'm, I was just doing my job, but the true heroes are those that volunteered, took a day off work or two days off work, even to come out that next day and help clean up all this mess, all the construction companies, the roofing companies that came right into town and yep. you know, boys with the chainsaws and the skid loaders and dump trailers, just loading up, helping people get their stuff picked up and, you know, cleaned up and trees moved down and all the way. And, you know, most of them, they didn't ask for, didn't ask for a dime out of anybody. Just nope, don't worry about it. Yep. I, you know, we, uh, we went through a flood here in Rock Rapids back in 2014 and, uh, um, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty freaking cool Midwesterners. Uh, you know, I mean, the town was buzzing with people, you know what I mean? And, and, every single person around you know they were well where do you need me you know what do you need me to do you know hey yep. you know you need some help with that whatever and and you know my my phone was going off the hook you know hey you need help at your house blah 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 you know let, let me know if you need anything whatever and they mean it you know i mean sometimes oh, they, you know oh, yeah you know it's uh hey let me know if you need anything hey you want to come down well not now you know but <laughs> right. they, but they all, all meant right. it and, and uh i don't know you know this is the midwest angler podcast but freaking Midwest, uh, you know, this, this crap happens right. down in, uh, I don't want to knock Florida and Texas and California and whatnot, but this stuff happens down there and, you know, they have to send in crazy amounts of relief and whatever. And, and don't get me right. wrong, like I get that the hurricanes, you know, are, are so much more widespread and whatnot, but uh, yep. I mean... I, I don't know. The Midwesterners have a it's, have a way of something uh, about it. Yep, lacing up and all right. Let's go take care of it, and and they get back to normal, and and it is what it is. So, yep. And I mean, we've had just outrageous donations. I I think uh, I think we had something like b between about the four different places, about seventy five pizzas donated within those two days. Well, what, what everybody else? I'm just gonna say, what did everybody else eat? <laughs> they got ham sandwiches. Oh, that's, right. that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> gotta oh, let wow, the big dogs did. eat, Hicks. They're all like, right, God, that they're... place only donated two pizzas. Yeah, that's all they did. Can you believe that? Yeah, two pizzas is all man, they. I can't, I can't believe Domino's came all the way from Mason for two pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, no, Domino's. I actually Domino's. It showed. It showed up like this first. It's, you know, somebody brought in some breakfast, like some donuts and stuff. All right, well, that's kind of cool. And then 11 o'clock had hit and in come 15 pizzas from a Casey's. I don't know where, whether it was in Charles City or a different town. But then after that came, I think, about 10 pizzas from uh, the Rockford gas station, which is, you know, about eight miles away. Yeah. And those those are good pizza right there. And uh and then we had Domino's show up because somebody that I knew, his uh, co-worker, they called and uh, 
ask Domino's, hey, I want to donate 15 pizzas to Rudd for their relief. Will you consider matching uh, matching that at least? And he said, oh, shoot, well, I'll beat that. I'll donate 20 and we'll deliver them here within a half hour. So Domino's rolls up with 35 pizzas to set out for us. And then later on in the day, I would say it was about three or four in the afternoon, Godfathers showed up with another 25 pizzas. So, I mean, you could have literally stacked out, like we had three tables that were setting out and we had pizzas lining all the way around that table. And they were stacked about two or three deep. And he, and he told us me and Matt would have right. dropped down. Well, you didn't want to be a you didn't want to be like show any favoritism to any of them. So you just ate them. You ate one from all of them, right? Yeah, I, yeah, tried, right. I tried a little bit of this, a little bit of right, that. You yeah. know? I, mean, I, I don't one bite. Everyone knows the rules, <laughs> right? <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, just not just the pizza and the food and stuff, but you know the. Uh, toilet paper and you know just people just wanting to come down just to help i yep. mean it was just, i can't thank all of those volunteers enough well and, i, I, mean, I it's think it's just great i think something that everybody forgets is like we're we're used to this happening when it's like you know in the middle of the summertime when it's like 70 to 80 mm. to 90 degrees out so i mean it's right. just you're not really dealing with it like a weather thing as you are here, I mean, this is December and we have this, and I mean, and it was damn cold. The next day it iced, right? Or it was that, like right after the storm and stuff iced. like that. So I mean, yeah, when that you're was another thing that we were talking about during our cleanup efforts and stuff. We were like, we got to get some of this stuff cleaned up because one of the fire hydrants that was uh, out by where our city maintenance shed was, that maintenance shed got leveled, and just it was it was gone. There was nothing left of it, and the gas pipe got sheared off Hoofed. before the regulator. So we had to have, I think another fire department came in and I think they used their jaws of life to actually like, since they couldn't cap it, they ended up grabbing it and twisting it enough to slow down the leak because it was just gushing and there was no shutoff valve anymore. Oh, wow. And while they were doing this, there was a, a fire hydrant that got ripped off. And it was just geysering water straight up in the air. I kind of wish I would have gotten a picture of it, but I was a little more concerned with making sure nobody was hurt at that time. Well, exactly. Right, yeah. But nobody got hurt. That's, that's another thing. Yeah, Isn't that that's crazy? Awesome. That's, yeah. I mean, like, like, this could have been so much worse than what it was. And, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful that nobody got hurt. I'm glad. You want to know everybody's why? Everybody's okay. There was one uh, family that we got called out to. They were trapped in their basement, but it was just... They had some debris blow through their garage and it pinned their door shut. So it's All not right. like they were like had a whole house fall down on top of them. You want to know why there was no injuries? Somebody was sounding the alarm. That's right. right. Although there was one lady that was about a block away from where the siren was, and she claims that she didn't hear the siren. And I don't, I don't quite know how that's possible. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if Euchre was getting out of control in there or what. <laughs> well, you know how that goes when you sound the alarm off in the Midwest. Everybody comes up and looks outside. Stands and, outside. Yeah, right. They're no, like, what I, is this? I think everybody, they kind of knew what was coming and stuff. And when the siren hit, they were like, all right, we're going. And, yeah, right. Uh, Amber actually told me because I had to go home and get uh, some more flashlights and stuff. And so I, and, uh, I went home and hollered at her. I was like, Hey, I'm okay. And stuff. And she was just, 
she was just in tears. Oh my gosh. Cause she knew that I was going to be sounding the alarm. And when that, uh, siren got ripped out and then you could hear it winding down and stuff, she's like, Oh my God. You know, she was thinking the worst right there. Oh, right. She was just so relieved that I was okay. I am too. I mean, Every, to come home to that after that kind of stuff and, every time you ask to go fishing now if she's like mm, i don't know just be like hey you remember how close you were to losing me <laughs> right. i mean just don't be afraid to play that card do not be afraid to play that card. <laughs> you deserve it yeah that's right i i, I just went through a tornado yeah, yeah. right <laughs> and now you're gonna put this on me <laughs> right <laughs> i got a belly full of white dog crap <laughs> oh man all right hicks well uh we're uh we're closing in on an hour 10 minutes on the show and uh um, I think that may be the uh, very best uh, good news story we've ever had, and we've never exactly had somebody right. tell the good news story uh, uh, in person like that. And, uh, um, yeah, we appreciate you, uh, not only uh, what you did and, and what you do, but uh, um, for joining the show and, and telling telling us and the listeners about it. Hey, you know, I, I was just out there doing my job. You That's know, right. I, signed up, I signed up to do that, so, I mean. Yep. I was, it was my job to push that button, and I pushed it till it wasn't there anymore. Damn it, you did the job. <laughs> you pushed it right over. You were pushing that <laughs> yeah. thing so hard. That's, That's really what, what it happened. was. It was no yeah. tornado. That was you just Hicks. You had an you know, itch on your back, and you were doing the old bear, grizzly bear thing up against that pole, <laughs> right. and it just pushed it right over. She gone. <laughs> you know, my wife always told me I was good at pushing buttons. I didn't know right. it came in handy like this. <laughs> right. <laughs> say you're the best button pusher in all of Rudd. Right. Right. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm really, I am glad that nobody got hurt and I just can't, you know, I know that there might be some volunteers might be listening to this, you know, around here and stuff. And I just can't thank them enough for all the generosity that people I haven't had and the donations that have come in. It's, it's unreal. Very cool, man. Very cool. And, uh, well, uh, I don't know. I think the next time we pr- we have you on again, uh, I'm I'm assuming it'll probably be a f- prank phone call or uh, calling uh, for um, another tornado. Know. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> no, if there is, if there is, we will <laughs> call. <laughs> we will call. So, all if right, I get man. On three times, man. I'm going to be right up there in like Craig Euler territory. Yeah, yeah, you're closing in on him. I I got a feeling he feels a little threatened. <laughs> <laughs> right. You oh. better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's coming for you. <laughs> we got we got some more severe weather, man. You, you watch yourself. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> no, I I joke, but no, I know. No, we'll have to get together and do some fishing this winter. You know, go over and maybe get some bluegills out of uh, Okaboji or something like that. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. absolutely. We'll keep in touch, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll chat at you later, man. Hey, we'll see you. You guys have a Merry Christmas. Hey, you, you too. too. See you, Tyler. Tyler. Yep, bye.